This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Battles of life can be spiritual, can be emotional, or can be physical. But every battle has a spiritual root. Whether it manifests physically or it manifests emotionally. Because man is divided into three parts. Spirit, soul, and body. Satan has a strategic way of engaging man in those three fronts. There are direct spiritual attacks. All attacks are rooted in the spirit. But there are attacks that are sp direct spiritual attacks. Some, they come into the soul even though they originate from the spirit. And some, they come physically. Hallelujah. At times when the enemy can't inflict sickness upon somebody and some other things, he might actually use a physical means. I know of ministers of God and people, Christians who have been killed by, by assassins or some other things like that, who could not be defeated by demonic powers in that sense, but then Satan's most effective weapon or Satan reaches his highest potential to arm a Christian when he's using a person. You can have your seat. That's what the Bible says, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Because most of the battles will come through flesh and blood, but you must recognize that you are not fighting flesh and blood. Mm. If a demon appears where Christians are, they can easily say in Jesus' name, go. But if he enters a person like a governor and he becomes a governor in a state and he begins to attack Christians, many will be successfully attacked. He finds his highest expression. The same goes for all demons. Spirit of jealousy, for instance, now cannot arm a man directly, but can enter a human being that can resent you so much and do something to you. A staff in the office a boss or even a member of the family we've been talking about winning the battles of life and there is a direction i want to go quickly i think that one also i'll bring it to an end next week by god's grace don't miss next we see if you have been for third service again we will fight on your behalf don't, don't miss next sunday it's the last sunday of the month it's going to be a serious matter here because we are praying i will trust god and then I also want to say that all battles are not fought with the same strategy. I just want to show you this one very quickly. In 2 Samuel chapter 5, I think we start from Adam verse 19. As soon as David was ordained king, anytime you are lifted, prepare for an adversary to come. When Jesus finished the 40 days and 40 nights of fasting and prayer, it was not an angel that showed up for us, it was Satan himself. Once the Lord moves, because the Lord declared before he started the fasting, this is my well-beloved son in whom I please. When you hear something like that, promotion is not the next that will follow. It will come ultimately, but the kings of the prince of this world does not welcome your advancement with a handshake. Oh, God just bless you. Wonderful. So everything that a Christian receives as a blessing will be contented. You can pray and God gives you a good husband, but there are battles to fight in marriage. Don't be afraid of the word battle. It just means that there are challenges you will face and you are destined to overcome. Are you getting what I'm saying? So people have kids, the same thing. So when a person, people having a dream of an attack and waking up with physical attack on their body, those are direct spiritual attacks. Horns can sit over a family like we saw in Zechariah chapter 4 or chapter 1, sorry. Bible talks about these are the horns that have sat over Judah so that no man can lift up his head. If they are not dislodged, demons are never tired and they don't go by themselves. They must be asked to go by somebody. Which is better, it is you yourself. But that they get to a point where they be like, this is the third generation in this family that have been afflicting them. Let's just take it easy upon them. It does not happen that way. Are you getting what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We can class sickness under the physical attack, but then some sickness, let me just say, see, 
behind everything that is ugly is Satan, but not directly. For instance, a person can go play ball, get injured, you can walk around the sun, stretch yourself. Those ones are because of the falling state of man, not because Satan is directly after you. And now you will know is that any sickness that you treat and does not go, and you have explored all the necessary means and it's still there, then that is indicating that that is beyond. Because normally, if it's a normal sickness, it should be taken care of by normal medicine. I get what I'm saying. Again, I said that when people begin to get sick repeatedly, one after, and you can't explain why, as soon as one and another one starts, if they are treated for this, you are just recovering another one, then they are under the attack of what they call the spirit of infirmity. Are you getting what I'm saying? But I just want to show something today. There are two things that a believer must know. We will need to get into spirit, soul, and body properly, but I, I've chosen not to do that today. I just want to, maybe on Wednesday, see, don't miss Wednesday. Wednesday at times, I say some extra things. Um, again, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Yes, a Christian cannot be possessed, so they have said. I don't want to join any theological side or any, any of the, but everybody agrees that a Christian can be oppressed. So a Christian can see a demon oppressing him repeatedly. And it's happening to a lot of Christians. Why should a believer be dreaming of somebody having intercourse with them in a dream? Why should a believer be victims of waking up with pains after a dream and all those things and this can spill over to finances we are not talking about lazy people some have done everything well see i i, I those who say you know there are many talkers on social media everything. there's no problem now why don't you just become bill gates let me tell you the truth once you are a Christian, you are marked by the devil. You are already in a battle that you are not the originator of the battle because you belong to God. Are you getting what I'm saying? That might not happen to the guy that is a non-believer. Yes. You see, if people can think twice, almost everybody except some they believe they say it, I see. Any nation where you throw away the law of God, you allow abortion and every other thing, if you get it to the national level, Satan will leave you alone. You are serving him. Why should he disturb you? And exactly what he wants to achieve is what he's achieving now. People will quote that even continue to go to church, everything is fine. Yes! Everything will be fine. Because the enemy doesn't send reason to trouble them. I've told you about that many are the afflictions of the righteous. Once he sees a nation where people are calling upon the name of Jesus, he wants to embarrass. I showed them last week. Places where revival have happened all over the world. They are the most demonic place on earth right now. Satan is trying to make a statement to God. He is called an adversary. Anything God begins, Satan must attack. It's in his nature. And he asked some of his servants who will speak that they are not praying in that country. How come they are fine? That is why they are fine. If you two leave God alone and stop worshipping, he will leave you alone. Because why do you find somebody that is already in your camp? Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. Are you, are you hearing me? Uh, but there is something we must understand. I want to talk just about two things. The second one, I will not emphasize more. I want to talk about... Um, the fact that we have different battles, strategies. You can face the same challenge two times and the Lord can ask you to take a different approach towards each one. So what you are going to find out in Second Samuel chapter 5, the same Philistine came against David the first time and God told David how to fight. They can pray in Second Samuel chapter 5. God told David to go direct. Because David was always in choir. David required, said, Lord, shall I go? Will you go with me? And the Lord said to David, go up. I will doubtless deliver the Philistine to thy hand. Next verse. Then David came to Perazim. And then he smote them. But go like five, three, four verses downward. 
Then the Philistines, they gathered again. That means you can conquer some things in life and they will show up again. I have told people, the Bible says, fight a good fight of faith. As long as you are in this flesh, prepare for war. This is why true rest is in when we get to heaven. You cannot, that, Jesus said in this way, he said, watch and pray. When you don't watch, the Bible says, while men slept, the enemy came in. Don't sleep. Don't enjoy a blessing and sleep off. It is called spiritual carelessness. The Philistines came up yet again and spread themselves in the valley of Rephaim. Now, look at this. And David inquired of the Lord. This is what I will talk more about another time. The habit of always inquiring from the Lord. Oh, trust in the Lord with all your heart. In all your ways, acknowledge him. He shall direct your paths. Prayer is more than commanding God and binding and losing. Sometimes there are prayers called prayers for fellowship. Where you begin to table before God all the aspects of your life and ask him for direction. He said, I am the Lord that teaches you to profit and lead you in the way that you should go. He said, all oh, that they are listening to me, their peace would have been flowing like a river. Isaiah 14, 17, I suppose. There is an aspect of Christianity that demands that you must get strategy from God. They felt that the last time this thing showed up, this was what you did. You praised God and danced in your room and the problem disappeared. You say on that problem, you want to praise God and dance again. Your dance only will make spiritual sense when it is inspired by the spirits. Do you hear what I've just said? It is the only God that gives formula. So David asked the question again. The same Philistine. But look at what God said. The first thing God said, just face them. This time around, God said, thou shall not go up. Don't give it the first approach. He said, this is what you shall do. Fetch a compass behind them and come upon them over against mulberry tree. The Lord said that, go in cycle. The first one you were direct. This time around, this is how I want you to go. And then victory. David was one king that never lost any battle. Because he adopted this habit. It is possible to win 100% in life. But it will take you two things. The first is what I want to talk a little about today. The second is what I'm already talking about, which I will amplify on. The second one is you must train yourself to obtain strategies from God. This is the, um, I will not say, because testimony has no negative side, but this is how we wrongly approach testimony. Somebody gives a testimony and he says that while I was facing that battle, the Lord told me to give my car. I gave it and this and this happened. If you give your car, you say, God will bless you later. But it might not solve the immediate problem before you. What you are doing is that you listen to somebody. It's very common nowadays. Somebody gives a testimony, I, I, I lock myself in the room and I dance all night long. You too lock yourself. That when I woke up in the morning, they just call me and this happened. Now, you have been dancing for three nights. It is body ache and ending that is following. Because you are trying to follow, see, the steps to receiving from God, they are the same. You pray. Is anyone afflicted? Let him pray. You trust God. The only one that is different is the major one. The final step to every miracle is an instruction. Your instruction will be different from mine. And you know what? If you approach God 10 times, he will give you 10 different instructions over 10 different issues. So Jesus said, Go fetch water in that stuff and give it to the man. When the wife finished. If after that, no wine, and you dip your pot inside water, you might just have typhoid. Because that was not the kind of water they were supposed to be drinking. But the master said that time. He said, this is it. The same thing. The disciples on two occasions, in Luke chapter 5, they said, master, we are toiled all night and we have caught nothing. He said, launch into the deep. And they caught net-breaking amount of fish. After resurrection, they were in the same wilderness again, drought, no fish. He said, cast your net to the right side. The same situation, two is different instructions. If you are sick, you will believe God. This, I started getting more interested in this when I take a Papa Copeland's meeting or so, that a lady came, her daughter would bring her, she was totally crippled, and she would sit at the back. And she began to hear the word of God that begin to confess that you are healed. There must be begin to confess after praying that you have a release of your spirit. God has answered you. You're sweet to thanksgiving more. Those are the next we'll talk about each step one by one one day. Well, see, 
and she was telling God, she had a voice. This is why you cannot separate miracle from the Holy Spirit. Where you want to receive personally. Then she had a voice. If you believe you are healed, then tell your driver to go home. You won't need her to carry you. She was still sick. She told the driver that, you know what, go home. That was a madam. said, just go to the house. Don't worry. As they were sharing the grace, she just got up. Now, she, it was a seven-day conference. That was day one or so. She shared the testimony and she ran around the state. There was another crippled woman there. She too told her driver to go home. They came back to pick her. Did you get what I've just said? The Bible says by faith, Israel went through Egypt. The Egyptians attempted it and they got drowned. If you try in the flesh to do what somebody is doing by the spirit, you will sink. Because someone's instruction is not your instruction. Someone's revelation is not your revelation. Yet there was another woman in that same meeting. It was a week after the conference. She was having her bath in the bathtub, continued to thank God and maintain that she was healed. Just so that she just got up. She heard the sound as if her leg popped and she came out. That was God's way. Jesus refused to use the same method to heal two different people. There was a blind man, he spat on the clay, he put it on. What blind Bartimaeus, what do you want that I do? He said, I might receive my sight. He, he just said, receive your sight. So, to somebody said, receive that one blind. Different blind people, the same scenario. But he never used a method for two blind. So this one, take a mud. This one, your eyes said, be open and it open. And all of them. It's a parable he's saying to the church. I am the almighty. I am the extraordinary strategist. I have millions of methods to reach my children. Don't pick method for me. Hear my instruction. Did you get what I've just said now? Is someone already blessed? See, this is why I have suggested for a long time this prayer they call prayer of fellowship is important. Learn to sit alone in your room. And just worship in tongues. And you are not telling God what you want him to do. You are just fellowshipping with God. It's a moment like that. That the Lord will give you an instruction about certain steps to take. So you can be in your room. And sweat saying that Lord. Oh God. My father, my father. My father, my father. My father, my cousin. <laughs> oh sorry, my father. As I pray. Let this happen. Let that. And you can tell that you've been praying like that for a long time. Telling God what you think. And you come out sweating and nothing much. How about calmly sitting down in worship? You know this, and you are just singing. You deserve the glory and the honor. Jesus, I open to you today. You know everything. You are the Alpha and Omega. I just lean on you. I want to glean from your wisdom. And you are praying. And singing in tongues, I'm praying in tongues, I'm praying in tongues. If you don't hear anything day one, maybe after one hour, if that's all you can pray for 30 minutes, one hour, if it's 30 minutes, even if it's 15 minutes, don't worry, go do some other thing. The following day, around the same time, sit down and do the same thing. You are creating an opportunity. The Lord is not impressed by whether you pray for three or four hours. I pray for a lot of hours every day, but see, the Lord is not impressed by that. We can't impress God with anything. So in 25 minutes or 20, you can connect. Why so people in five minutes you can connect? One, one of the things the Lord wants to see, if I'm any out today, just take what is important. One of the things God wants to see in the place of prayer is consistency. And I address that first service. If it is 10 o'clock in the night that you are created as a time of fellowship, guide it jealously. Let it be that 10 o'clock every night, move away from everybody. See, after a while, I don't know how long it will take, but I can almost suggest that if you are consistent for about 30 days, after a while, you will notice that you are not alone in that 10 minutes, just at that 10 o'clock, that somebody comes down to fellowship with you. After a while, you start receiving instructions because what you have done is that you have given God an opportunity to fellowship and then he can be able to transfer what is in his heart to your spirit, man. Enquiries. Are you getting what I'm, I'm saying? But there is one I'm interested in 
how to win the battles of life, one aspect that this same Balaam also showed people. So when Balaam called Balaam, in Numbers 22, verse 6, he said something very remarkable, which it looks like we might pray along that line last week. As well, if you observe that in your life, it's not everybody that is a, for some people. Increase in life for you is that you need more knowledge because you need to enlarge your capacity. You cannot receive beyond the capacity you have. But for some people, it is very obvious they are underperforming. Life is always ahead of them. In that case, there is a problem. I want to show you something and I want you to pay attention. Why did Balaam, why did Balak hire Balaam? He said something in verse 6. He told him the intention. Come now, therefore, I pray thee. Cause these people, mm, for they are too mighty for me. Peradventure, I shall prevail. We will smite them. Because I know anyone that you cause is cause. What is Balaam saying? What is Balak saying to Balaam here? I know about curse. That's what Balak is saying. If somebody has a strength of 100 and is under a curse, his delivery capacity will go down to like 20 or 15. He said, if I fight these guys, they are likely to win me. But can you place a curse? What will the curse do? It will reduce their strengths. Then I can fight them. It's like a boxer. You are like, okay, I want to fight... Uh, Dante Wider, Wider, or Tyson Fury, who is the best in the world now. I love him so much. After beating them, we start quoting scriptures. That part I don't understand. He must have the Lord that teaches my hand for war. You know, the first time he knocked somebody that he beat the person, blue, like, I, said, I just want to give praise to Jesus Christ. <laughs> like Manny Pacquiao, so after beating them, now we we'll go and kneel down. After beating you, well. One day in an interview, he said, You know, before every match, I even pray for the opponent that they don't get too injured. That means the, the beating shouldn't be severe, but he is actually a Christian. He can be a Christian and be a boxer. There's nothing wrong. It's the only sport that is mentioned in the Bible. No, um, boxing and race. Paul said that I am not shadow boxing. First Corinthians chapter 9. He said, I'm not fighting as the one beating the hair. Shadow boxing. So it's scriptural. As long as you don't hate the person outside the ring. Somebody has wondered if you're a Christian and you're a boxer, you will punch somebody, somebody. If you don't punch, you are not a good Christian. You are lazy in your place of work. So you are a footballer and you are a defender. Because you're a Christian, somebody is coming, you don't want to clear the leg. Both leg and ball. You, it's, it's a game. It ends on the field. You don't have a problem with the person. It's sports. If you're a boxer, box well. Some of you, your mind is, oh, what I just said right like now. How can a Christian be giving somebody a cut? <laughs> if it affects your spiritual, don't watch boxing. But some of us will love it. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. If some people are looking at me as if I'm a sinner <laughs> for saying that, <laughs> I don't box, I just love boxing. <laughs> Are you getting what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, I used to play ball actively, even to university, and you can, can't get away from all these things. You get injured, people will enjoy you and all those things. So, I mean, that you are my fellow Christian brother does not mean you are playing against me and I will let you pass with the ball. Why should I? Why do I expect you to let me pass also like that? It's, that that's, that's why it's football. If you bring me that I have no anything against you, it's game. When, when it's over, we shake hands and we love with the love of God. That's all. I know I've not been able to convince you, but there's no problem. I'm not planning to convince you. It's okay. When you're a Christian defender, just let up when they keep scoring. Because the ones that they say, no, I love them. If you're a Christian police officer, if you see I'm robber, will you shoot? What about if you're a Christian soldier and you go to war and they ask you to destroy everybody? And Umak was in the military. He said he will see the enemy, so he will start praying that, Lord, let them not go beyond that line because I will shoot them. He said, but Lord, I know they are, that they were fighting Chinese. I know they are not born again. 
I might be preaching them tomorrow, but Lord, don't. And he said, many that God will answer, they will just go back. But he, he has received an instruction that if they cross that place, if a soldier shoots under an instruction, it is the person that instructed him that God will hold responsible, not the soldier. A soldier does not have his own mind. The same way you cannot blame the gun, you cannot blame the soldier. It is the person is working for. Otherwise, there will not be loss. That's the truth. Amen. Why am I saying this? Eh? If you know a Christian soldier, ask them and they will tell you. Anyway, <laughs> they are too mighty. So does it mean, no wonder, when God wanted to show Adam his anger, because God does not like, I won't say, some say God does not cause anything that's blessed. Well, there are scriptures to back that, but there are also one or two scriptures to come. But I will just say, God does not like to reverse a blessing. He doesn't like it. So as he looked at Eve, told her that your pain is multiplied. Some have said that, why was God partial? No. Eve was not there when God blessed Adam. She was part of Adam that time. But what happened was, instead of God to cause Adam directly, he said, I am so angry. He said, but I need to smite something. He said, cause is the ground for your sake. Now, because the ground is cursed, God said, it will not yield our full strength for you again. That means when you plant seed, and you're supposed to harvest 100, you might harvest 15. Why? There is something on earth. It has caused its strength to wane. This is the direction I am going. If you see any man that is brilliant, any woman that is smart, anybody that is, and you combine strategies, but it looks like you are not just breaking through. Something is wrong somewhere. Yeah. What should you do? I said that I'm going to stop on causes just that way. It just will cause people attention to some things. But what I really want to speak about is the anointing. And I'm ending now. We'll continue next week. One of the things, oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Second Samuel chapter 1, verse 21. That might be my last scripture. Second Samuel chapter 1. Never fight without the anointing of the Holy Spirit. You need the anointing. You need strategy from the Spirit, but you also need the anointing. Before David killed Goliath in 1 Samuel 17, in 1 Samuel 16, he was anointed. Are you aware? There are battles. They respond to the presence of God in your life, not your own efforts. Now, David said that you, that was when Saul died and they brought the news to him. As David began to cry that Saul died, what shocked David was that, ah, are you sure? Then he cursed Mount Gibeah. Let there be no deal, neither rain on you. Now, Mangibia did not offend David. If as a farmer, you should go to Mangibia. Now, that cost my being angry now. When they conquered Jericho, Joshua just stood. I am going to take a Sunday and look at causes. Beginning with the first one, God. Second one, Noah. And now causes move from generation to generation. He just said, after concrete Jericho, Joshua just stood and said, and he said, cause be anyone who builds this city. He said he will lay the foundation with his firstborn. And then he will complete the gate with his lastborn. That means the day he lays the foundation of Jericho, his firstborn will die. And if he continues to build, when he finishes and he dedicated his lastborn will die. Years after, hundreds of, the Bible talks about a man who came to build Jericho. And the Bible indicated that the man laid the foundation with his firstborn and completed with it. The man might have not known what Joshua said. He saw a city. He felt like building. Listen to me very, very well. There are things that have been spoken over certain things. Because of the anointing of God on you, it will not affect you. But there are situations where God will tell you not to go there. The presence of God in your life can check out any evil spirit in any haunted house or whatever, or job. You are under a man who is very fetish, and that's your boss. But see, like Daniel in Babylon, let him worship 1,000 gods. You don't even need to pray about him. There is a shield around you. 
But in some cases, the Lord will say that if you join this man, you'll get into trouble. Are you getting what I'm saying? It is not every battle. Ah, uh, way, I want to get to this one. And I will show you a righteous king who died by getting to the battle that he shouldn't have gotten into. You see, a Christian brother can marry a family and by the virtue of his own training, he takes care of all the challenges in the family of the woman or a woman married to a man, all the challenges in the house of the man. But if you do it, it might be a serious problem for you because you are not wired up to face the same thing. So for every Christian, there are battles that the anointing of God upon that will make you overcome. But there are battles that God will take you away from because you cannot undo them. Not because they are just too big. You are not just configured to face such. Are you getting what I'm saying? So David, like Joshua, also spoke, he just spoke against Gibeah. Then he now said that, he said, why I'm causing this man? He said, for there, this mountain, the shield of, of the mighty is vilely in an embarrassing manner, cast away. He said, the shield of Saul. Then look at the last word. As though he had not been anointed with oil. Ah, what made David to say this? He saw that Samuel just stabbed the oil on his head, in, on, in his own experience. With the anointing, one shot, the bigger giant came down. David just reasoned that, but Samuel put the same oil on Saul also. Ah, he said, those who are anointed don't die this way. He said, this guy died as if they did not anoint him. So he was trying to prove me to what happened to Saul. I know what happened to me when the anointing came upon me. What happened to this guy? The same Samuel anointed the two of them. So David was like, ah, no, 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 no. He said Saul died as though he was not anointed. If he was not anointed and he died like this, I can understand. He said, but this man died. Even though, so that means there are things that can happen to other people. They should not happen to an anointed person. Mm. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I have to stop. Is it until somebody lay hands on you that you are anointed? Is it until somebody pours oil on you? If you are born again, you already have the anointing within you. What you must do, the anointing that is in your life must be standing at all times. For when the enemy shall come like a flood, Isaiah 59, 19. The spirit of God will raise a standard. If the opposition gets to another level, the spirit of God will raise a standard also. How does he raise standard? You are going to be part of this. They that wait upon the Lord. Can I encourage everybody? If it's to listen to a message, by now, actually, if you haven't, begin to find out. Every border is out of my voice. Those who are here and those who are watching, there are some activities that you do. When you start, you'll feel the presence of God more. You might have not discovered, if you leave the service now and try to cast your mind back, you are going to discover that certain things, for some people, is an atmosphere of worship. You will need to then to keep a worship tape in your house. For some other people, it is when they hear the word, something is triggered. Some other people, when they pray. But the best is combination of everything. For some other people, it's when they begin to speak the word of God, the anointing is steered. You must visit that place of stirring up the anointing every day. Men and brethren, battles don't give a proud announcement. And anyone that comes away and you have said the wrong thing, you have actually given foundation to that battle. I told you the last time, no matter what happens, before you talk, pray first. No matter the bad news somebody gives you, many times, it's still a shadow. When they told David that they had kidnapped his entire family, he wept, but God made it in such a way that nobody was raped out of the women, even though they were kidnapped. 
because until God told him that pursue, overtake, and recover. Whatever has been taken away from you by the enemy, at times it's still within your reach. When you say the wrong thing, you lose it completely. And too many Christians open their mouth too careless, too often, very carelessly, and they lose something. I usually say to people that no matter the pain you feel, until you pray, don't see anything. That prayer might even be just five minutes inside your car. Somehow, when you pray, God calms down your flesh. Your spirit gains control. And your mouth is short to say the wrong thing. Then the Lord shows you that it's not too far. You can still have victory. Are you with me? Are you with me? You know, as we worship together in church, it affects the anointing that is upon your life. As you pray, as you study, as you worship in your house, you must surround yourself with stops like this from time to time. It is also in that atmosphere that you actually get to hear divine direction. You know what I found out and I close with this? When the Holy Spirit sees that you are ready to do anything he says you should do, he will only tell you what to do. Many times we are wasting time and spending much time because we don't quickly clarify what he will want us to do. I've told you the story before. He's a well-known lawyer. Uh, I don't want to mention the person's name. Who said that he was at home? No business, no nothing. And in the place of waiting and ministering to the Lord, he received a leader. Go and mention the street just came like, stand there. And he, I think he was told to wear his attire, lost off. And he got there and he saw a white man, a black man fighting here in Nigeria. And the white man complained about the fact that they were shipping somebody through that black man, he was seizing the money and everything. He said, oh, you're a lawyer, can you help me charge this guy to court? And he did. And he won so much money doing that, foreign money. But then he didn't stop there. Then the white man went back. Later they sent for this guy and they asked him, now that we've jailed our former dealer, can you help us do this, be the dealer? The guy he said he was a young man and he was a millionaire in dollars. One move, as opposed to being in the room and only asking God, Lord, break all the calls, help me build process, open the door for open doors for me, open doors for me. Yes. But what are you going to ask God that? When are you going to show me the door you have opened? It is in the prayer of fellowship that directions like this are given. Let's rise. Is someone blessed today? singers that I know whose songs are blessed all around the world from people like that person attended to don't see which is almost every one of them a time came in the place of fellowship they were just told to make a little adjustments or they were given a direction it changes everything there is a way God is looking at what to do every day that is different from the way you are looking at it. If everyone can just breathe on it by giving you an inspiration, it's an instruction. It changes everything. You know what? Many times the instructions are too simple to believe that this little thing will change everything. Yes, and it will. The Holy Spirit is amazing. I was in a meeting when Bishop Oedeku was talking about when they were so few in Kaduna that he almost fasted himself. I said he fasted for over one year. One day they were praying in the church. The Lord just opened his eyes. You know what God adjusted it? But by the time God spoke to him about how the church will start growing, it was a lot that inspired and now every church is doing that. Now you can't have results like that because it didn't come. It was, they were the ones that started writing testimony at the back of the fly. How many of you, you know? We now started this. God just told him. 
what I'm doing in your maze. It didn't cost them extra one couple. You can print, it's the same flyer. Instead of just leaving the bag vacant, write testimony there. They started in Kaduna and in, when they came to Ajoba, all over 20,000, 30,000, now every church started doing it, thinking that that is the catch. It is because the Lord told them that. Who would have thought that the flyer you've been wasting? Just write something at the back. That's all. What can the Lord tell you this week that will change the operations of your life forever? That is when you will know that God is mighty. You will think He will tell you to do something. See, if He tells you something hard and you do it, you will glory in it. That we did, we did 70 days fasting. Then the door opened. But the Lord wants to touch what you do so that you will give all the glory to God. Say what I'm just saying, God just had mercy on me because he just touched what I do. You know, as I'm speaking, I'm perceiving very strongly. There are many people here that this week is set for your divine direction. You are going to have an encounter where God will direct what to do and it will change everything. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We give you praise. We honor you. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. It's also very common now. You know, I was told that, uh, sorry, I was told that there was a place, one of the, church, I don't want to mention the name of the pastor, is in America. The government stood against them building a church in that place. And I think in the place of, it just sat one, and Lord said that, why don't you build a mall? You want to build a 3,000 seat auditorium. Build a mall that is very big. Now, let there be an auditorium inside the mall. A multi-purpose one that can see 3,000. He just took the plan back to them. A shopping mall with a multi-purpose one and they approve it. And that's where the church is now. It is, when now that they are there, the mayor of that planet, they could not talk again. They can't say anything. Because approval is approval. Now, they are not breaking. They showed you the plan of the mall and you approved it. Now, you can't stop us from having service inside mall. But now, there is a beautiful auditorium inside the mall, surrounded by shops. God is an extraordinary strategist. You can't corner him. You can't catch him. Are you with me? It's amazing. There was one that came a couple and told somebody just was just on his neck and the person they told him that look captain D has told me the same thing before if government wants to catch you they will catch you say all your papers are complete they will catch you there is somebody in this church they works in the department where they go to harass people i know he will forgive me so let me not mention the name of the person you know lagos state government have you paid for have you paid for that and the boss told him one day that it just because we are god fearing that there's nobody it's like if a police stops you on the way if they want to get you they will get you they have asked my friend before for the receipt of his laptop inside his car because everything he has he showed them they need to tell the officer that receipt of your wristwatch and the man cocked his gun because they asked for this he showed them recursive caution everything and the man just looks like I saw a laptop they said so where is the receipt of the laptop and the guy says at home and he says, hey, okay, step down. <laughs> so that was what I was able to say. They started with all kinds of things. And the guy made it obvious that I hate church and that will, this church will go there. It was a top uh, a government official. So every document he said they should su they submit, a photocopy and he got everything. He said, said don't give him. He will ask for more. He will even reach you that one and look for a way. You know what Lord told you to do? The guy's senior boss at the federal level, he said, the document, send it to that one. But that was the guy that asked for it. And the Lord said, don't say, make a video. Let's say, Ogiki is the one troubling me, asking for documents. Now, Ogiki's national boss is Pastor Joshua. The Lord said, do a video. All the documents and say, Ogiki, the document to ask our church for, here are the documents. We are taking it to the office of your boss, Joshua. So go and check it there. All the documents are there. 
Do you know when the guy heard? <laughs> His national boss looked at documents and he said, these things are intact and signed. I said, okay, I'm waiting for him to come and see. I want to know what problem is having with you guys. He never showed up again. When he saw the video that they took it to his boss, he just stopped. If I left the city, he stopped harassing. He just stopped there. Only God can give you so Once you are getting to certain levels, there are battles that you will understand that they will make your heart shake. It's true. There's no church with massive auditorium. Many of you don't know that this thing they happen behind the scene. Uh, I don't want to say <laughs> the leaders know. Even in the premises where we are right now. What about the former venue? Then you will understand that our God is a man of war. If a church is in an eatery, a 20-seater, all yeah, yeah, just in the eatery, they, they will leave you. Anything from 1,000 seat auditorium, it will shock you what you will face. As you are setting up, from people will come and you, it will shock you things they will be talking about. The former venue, you all know the story. After we spent the last couple of church setting up that things, when we were after the first service, the former former governor was the governor then. He just showed up from nowhere. They just put a vision notice before we need seal up notice, before we need demolition notice, all in one week. And the neighborhood never liked her. She used to be at the back there. And when she was passing by one, I was looking at the notices on the wall, the red mark. She passed and she laughed loud. That finally they will kill them out. But who will lay any charge against the Lord's elect? I know the funny thing about this when they mark you like that, to so now see your guy's problem. They tell them to carry it out. You go there, they start bouncing, you go to this office, but you will never see the final decision maker. Except God is on your side. Yes. But thank God. Thank God. No matter any battle anybody's facing, any challenge, remember, you are born of God and you have overcome the world. The Lord will show you. Marcusi Latisto. I, 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 please. You know, honestly, I want to stop, but I just, I'm just saying, the Lord is making way for people. I know a man, if I mention his name, all of you will know the name. I don't want to because we are on air. When he met the wife and he fell in love with her and he, they agreed to marry, when he met the family, they said, Terry, all of them, the father called the uncles and they all said no. They almost walked him out. It's after some days of just worshipping and praying. The Lord said, I go back and meet the father alone. And he sat down began to, and the father said that it's true. I'm the father of my daughter. Why am I involving anybody? And the father beat his head. He said, except I'm not her father. I'm going to give her to you. But you see, when the family gathered together, the father seemed to be one of them. Ah, you can't marry Ibo, can't marry you. And they stood their ground. But the Lord just said, go and meet the father alone. And the father was in the office that day. This young man just came. And he said that, sir, what happened that night when we came my family? I began to talk to the father. And the father said that, now I know you are a good man. He said, you know what? Let all the uncles in this world, including the, my wife, say no. I assure you, my daughter belongs to you. That was how the marriage was up. There is no mountain that is insurmountable. Oh, they say because of time you cannot marry. There is no mountain. At times, you are praying to bind and loose. You just need to tap into heaven's wisdom. Lord, what are you saying? And that is it. What are you saying? What are you saying? Oh, Rikazisto. It's amazing. I will never forget a pastor that you all know very well also. This is what happened in Abuja. After building, I told this thing we always have. After they finish building, I over there, the government people, they just came and they said they were going to pull down the building. And they said, but you saw us building, we obtained by saying, oh, no, 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 it's close to Fedora. I went on like that. The meeting they were led to go for, he said, of course, God led him to sow a heavy seed and he went to that meeting and he sat down. And as we were showing him all the reasons, they had made up their mind. And he said, everybody, of course, you know, all of them were non-Christian, they made all of them on the table except him. And he said that he saw that one of them was looking at him, kept winking at him, and got up and went out. So he understood. So he took God up and went out. And he made the guy the corner. The guy said, ah, the pastor, why are you doing like this? 
He said, you see, all the arguments, all of us, is based on the father, the entrance to the church. That's what the Israel said, excuse to pull it down. Now the entrance is facing the road. He said, tell them. He said, you know what you're going to do? He said, it's very simple. He said, tell them that the main gate will not be there. Let's say that's gate. Say you are going to put the gate here. He said, he rubbishes everything they are saying. He said, maybe they are saying that cars cannot be driving now. Say, that is not the entrance. This is the entrance. Ah, he said, God bless you. He just entered and sat down. When they finished, he said, you know what? Oh, I've even decided the entrance will be here. That it won't be here again. The way they all looked at them, said, I see, he got us. They all started getting on one back. They had no choice. They, they approved the whole thing. And you know what? They have entrance here. They have entrance here now. <laughs> Satan just loves to say no. No way. If Satan has been blocking a woman from getting married, do you suppose when she's married, Satan will just come and say, ah, congratulations, I'm going to go to marry. I've now decided to leave you alone now that you are married. No, they change strategy. That's why I love you today can be something else tomorrow. Except by the power of the Spirit. Bringing man and woman together in love. Are you getting what I'm saying? You are all winners in Jesus' name. You'll go from victory to victory. In the light of what I've shared, I know during the week, the Lord will speak to many of you. You will capture that thoughts that will lead to the next level of your life. In Jesus' name, I call you blessed. Let this week be the most blessed week of your life. In Jesus' name. Put your hands together and give God praise. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior, and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.